Hello, everybody. This is Janetta, and they did not get the memo. Now, I don't know what's going on around here. I got my windows open, and I hear somebody singing. It's almost 9 o'clock in the morning. Somebody's got something blasting somewhere. As long as it ain't disturbing me, I'm cool. These people in this area are so, Lord have mercy. I haven't met them all. Ooh, I ain't never seen a group of people like these before in my life. They're not neighborly. They don't speak to you. I speak to everybody. Um, it doesn't cost nothing to speak to people. It don't cost you not one penny to speak to somebody and make their day better or just being nice towards each other you know I'm hoping that being nice to each other becomes a pandemic (laughs) that's what needs to be a pandemic being nice to each other maybe we can start to plant the seed and it'll grow Uh, but anyway I had made a podcast and I put it on hold to listen to uh, what they were talking about, the stimulus checks. And they said something to the effect about people filing taxes now, uh, something about being under $70,000 a year, earned income. Uh, if you're below that, you qualify for the $500 checks. I haven't seen one yet. <laughs> I sure could use it. I have to get my car repaired so I can go to work, so I can earn more money, so I can pay more taxes. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, anyway, listen, I have a friend, well, I call him a friend, I try to be their friend, um, I don't know, me and this guy have been dealing with each other for 15 years, I don't know, you know, I, he don't act like no other man I ever been around, <laughs> It's not, I mean, I'm not laughing. The laughter that I make is like, I don't believe this. Now, he's telling me about his plight. About him having problems of losing, uh, not having a uh, loaner car. And, uh, Hold on a minute. Oh. <laughs> he was telling me about him not having a loaner car. Well, I don't make as much money as he makes. Uh, I'm definitely below $30,000 a year. I'm below $20,000 a year. Like I said, I'm below the poverty level. Um, 
calls me up and starts telling me what's going on, how he's losing money, and I go, huh? Oh, you laughing? It ain't funny. If somebody laughed at me while I'm telling them stuff, I'd be, I'd hang up and never speak to them again. You know, I have brain surgery. I am really not well enough to deal with this person. I hope the coil didn't come out of my brain because I'm starting to feel pain in my head like I used to before the surgery. And I, I you know, I don't know if that guy realizes or not the guy I'm talking about with the attitude problem. I was just listening, listening, listening. I said, you need to talk to the manager. Oh, what do you think? You think I'm stupid or something? You know, instead of saying, uh, excuse the background noise, instead of saying what you think, or, or I bet you I did talk to the manager, you know, nobody's trying to uh, rate anybody's intelligence. He went all over me, screaming and hollering at me about how I said, I'm not your enemy. I've never been your enemy. And it seems like everything I do irritates this person. But they keep coming back. Now, I'm going to tell you about, about me. If it's something about somebody that irritates me, they don't have to worry about me being in their face. You know? I'm not a phony person. If I like you, I like you. Even if we fall out, I still like you. Ah, unbelievable, unbelievable. Anyway, you know, I keep, I cannot stress enough life is too effing short not to be happy. We don't need to be. Uh, I don't know if he has some type of mental illness or what. You know, we've been around each other, not around each, around each other, um, for 15 years. And he's been the same way all these years. It started out, he was nice. Started out, he was fun to be with. He was always around. But then, I don't know, he would go up to Sacramento. I think he had a girlfriend. You know, I think life would be much easier if people would be more honest. If they're going to date more than one person, let that person know before stuff gets deep. You know, um, talk to talk to each other. Because just all of a sudden, well, I, I, I'm all of a sudden I, I, I'm cheating, which I'm cheating on you. You know, just that's kitty stuff. That's the grown people will say, listen, um, I like you, 
we're gonna see where this is going um if it uh, doesn't work out well uh, i don't I'm, i don't want to be your enemy i'm not mad at you we're just going our separate ways that's a more mature thing to do or a more mature thing to do is to say you know i'm dating somebody else and um but if you're willing we can try and make something out of this uh meeting because before it gets to love and intimacy first you have to be friends that's what makes a relationship work and I wasn't gonna go down this road for a podcast today but here we are uh, I think the problem is, and you know, when I think, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm not good at thinking, so <laughs> you have to bear with me. <laughs> but I think this, if a person comes to you and tell you, look, um, I'm no longer interested in you. And, and he did that. He came to me, he told me, I I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Well, me being a mature woman, I understand that. So I don't put demands, I've never put demands on him, I've never put demands on uh, any of my mates or mates-to-be, because uh, we're supposed to be a partnership, not one over the other but a partnership and if you like a person you want them to be happy right and communication seems to perpetuate happiness um you know i'm no longer interested in you i want to date other people okay now a lot of people would tell you that's not a good idea But you know what? I think it is. Because I've done it before. Someone's done it. I love him to death. I will never ever not love him. Because he was mature enough to say, I need to move on. You know, uh, I love you and I want you to be uh, safe and happy. But for me, I have to move on. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it was, it was painful. Lord knows it was painful because he was one of my favorite people of all time. Uh, and I've only had two, three favorite people that I love to this day. One is deceased. One of my friends in Princeton. Uh, moved from Princeton to Maryland, so on and so on. And, but um, I will love that guy until I die, because he's already gone. And 
the other one is still living, but he's not here. He's in a different state. But we're friends. If he called me and asked me for anything, there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. Because he was always respectful. He was always kind and considerate to me. And uh, I tell him that the true evidence of love is, okay, let me explain it this way. I could have lived the rest of my life with him. But because I love him and he wants to find happiness somewhere else, I'm, I'm, I'm on his side. You know, if that's what you want to do, I want you to be happy because I love you. And that's what love looks like. That's what it feels like. You know, um, it may be one-sided sometimes. Uh, but uh, the true evidence of love is the willingness to um, sacrifice for the person you love. They need to do something. You might not uh, like the fact that they're no longer in your life, but if it makes them happy and it doesn't harm them, you're, you're right behind them. You're on their side. That's what love looks like to me. Now, it could look like something to other people. Like, oh yeah, here's an example. I just met this guy says, okay, I'll be over tomorrow night. I said, okay. So, you know, being that I am an independent woman and I have a life, when the evening came, they didn't show up. So, I took that as him not really being that into me. So, when he did finally the next day, contact me. He was, uh, uh, let's see how that's worked. He was surprised that I didn't scream, holler, fuss, cry, uh, make negative noise because he didn't call or show up that day. And I was just trying to show him a level of maturity that um, we just met. How you behave dictates which way this relationship goes. Whether you are a friend or a mate, you are grown, you know what you said you were going to do, you know uh, what you uh, are capable of doing, and if you who made the date do not reach out to that person and say, oh, I got hung up, or, or um, I'm not going to show up, or whatever. That's, 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 I mean, I, I, I respect a person for being a grown person. You said you were coming. You didn't show. We just met. Um, you just dictated what type of friend you're going to be whether we were going to be intimate or just friends. If that, 
So, what I'm trying to say is that you can't make anybody want you. All you can do is be yourself, do the best you can at uh, uh, communicating with the person that you're interested in. Hopefully, it'll, they'll give it back to you, that communication. So there's no surprises. You know, not everybody is this mature. Even the oldest person is not this mature. What I'm trying to say is, he was grown. He said he would come back. He didn't show up. He didn't call. I, at that point, dismissed him as anything other than an acquaintance um, because he's a grown man he knows what he can do and can't do and if he didn't think enough of me to call me and let me know that he wasn't going to be able to make it well he just dictated what type of level of friendship we were going to have if any so I hope that's understandable you have to be friends with before you get into any relationship, it it makes for a good foundation. Even if you're gonna be a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a man and woman friend, okay. Anyway, I've spent 17 minutes and 48 seconds talking, and. Um, I've been all over the place, but I'm here to talk to you today. So I'm going to end this podcast. I kind of lost my track of where I was going with this podcast, but uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. God bless you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, your day start off good. Let it stay good. Even if it don't start off good, make it good. Okay? Because life's too short not to be happy. And remember, this coronavirus is a we problem, not a me want to see you around. So wear your mask, wash your hands, and uh, practice social distancing. And if all possible, get your vaccination. All right. Have a good day. morning everybody this is Jonetta and they did not get the memo I'm running a little late again today I've been up since like 6 30 excuse me but lately I started saying my prayers after midnight because it's a new day and that way when I wake up at 7 I don't have to spend 30 minutes because my prayer takes so long because I'm trying to include everybody by name that touched my heart to pray for them. Um, 
and um, I end up still having to rush through my podcast. Okay, all right, maybe I should get up at five, huh? <laughs> That'll give me almost two hours to fart around. Anyway, good morning, everybody. This is Jonetta at They Did Not Get the Memo. Now, I just spent a long time talking to my friend, Edward. And I was talking to him about the election in California here. Uh, so, basically, this podcast is for the benefit of people that the election is affecting. Um, you know, they said it cost us $30,000 for this recall election. Now, I don't see anything bad that Gavin Newsom has done. Um, on my ballot, I voted no. And then it says, who would you want to run for governor? Well, I wasn't trying to be a Yes, I was. I, I put my name in there. <laughs> Will you write in the person's name who you want to vote for if the re-election doesn't... Uh, does uh, the recall uh, does happen I put my name in there who I would want for governor and I put me um, I hope uh, it doesn't harm the election at all but the important part was that I voted no on the recall uh, maybe I shouldn't be telling people this but you know transparency is really good um, I you know, some people, you, may, you remember this statement, some people make mountains out of molehills. I know that our health was at stake when they busted our um, our um, governor having uh, um, dinner at a high-end restaurant in close proximity of others when they had just announced that everyone should shelter in place. Now, he did his job to make sure that we were safe. Him having that dinner was an example of do what I say, not as I do, and his and all those concerned at that place Um, health was uh, at risk but he did what he needed to do to try to keep us safe so for that they are trying to recall him he didn't have sex with nobody he didn't steal no money or any money let me speak proper English (laughs) he didn't he did I mean, the only thing he did that I can see was uh, uh, try to, uh, I guess, have dinner when he uh, told everyone else to stay in the house. Now, (laughs) these people that are running for his uh, place as governor act like... uh, 
let me give you an example and I'm not trying to insult anybody I'm just using an example say you have a house full of kids and one of the kids get to do something none of the other kids get to do and they start ma which is what the uh, people that want to be governor of California seem like they did um it's, you know, it's like buzzers waiting for something to die. I was thinking, now it's just me, because we don't listen to me, right? <laughs> uh, I was thinking that maybe, just maybe, these people who want to be governor in California... The weather's fine, the pay is fine, the mansion is fine. It would be all good for them. Trying to uh, seize an opportunity to move to California. (laughs) I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can look at this recall. Okay? This is just one from the peanut factory. Anyway, uh, I want to make a prediction. I don't think Governor Newsom is going anywhere. He can and has um, done better with the housing situation. Um, I haven't been homeless in 15 years, so I would know how the process is. But I am trying to help a 72-year-old veteran to acquire housing. And... um, I got to tell you, it don't look good for anybody that's without housing. Um, But, you know, they're making their lead ways into the housing situation. Uh, Down the street from where I work and used to live, they had took over the freeway exit. Um, You remember that song, The Dock of the Bay, that was sung? Well, that's the area I'm talking about. That's the area he was singing about. That's the area I'm talking about. On the way to the dock of the bay, um, you can you could see people with tents and tarps. But the bad thing about it is that they were so name a lord um, hoard hoarders of crap. I mean, it didn't make sense all the stuff that they had, I mean, it just grew, grew like a, like the blob. (laughs) Because when I drive through there, I should pull over and look, but it just, it just looks like an acre of uh, discarded garbage. I I know some people, because I did it, I said, well, not everything, but certain things I would put aside for my place when I get it you know um I understand that type of mentality or some of the things they have were all their things from home I was trying to help this one girl we call skinny uh she asked me to keep a grill in the trunk of my car so I did for a while But then she kept trying to use me for her benefit. And um, it just seems I was trying to help her. I cook. I had extra food. I bring it down. 
I, you know, extra money. I shared it. But, you know, some people don't understand when someone's genuinely trying to help them. I um, let her become my in-house care worker. I told her she could take all that money and um, try and buy her vehicle and try to get off the sidewalk because you can't get any lower than living on the sidewalk. That's as low as you can go, I believe, other than getting in the ground. But anyway, I digress on all that. Um, Get back to the election for today. And I know everywhere you go, you're going to hear stuff about the election in California today. The uh, uh, recall election in California. Let me call it by its proper name. Um, But my prediction is Governor Newsom is not going anywhere. All those people that wanted to be governor, I think what they said is 42 people, 40-some people running for governorship. Heck, there's so many people running for governorship, I should have thrown my hat in the ring. But nobody knows I'm here, so that would be a waste of my time. Anyway, I'm going to talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. Your day start off good, then stay good. If it start off bad, make it good, okay? Don't let um, negativity in your life grow and fester or fester and grow. Get rid of it. You don't have to put up with it. Life is too short. So, you know, generate, lean towards a happier day, you know? It's easy to uh, to be sad, and bad. but you know what? You have a choice. You can choose to be mad or you can choose to be glad. And whichever one that does the most work for you, that's what I would do. <laughs> but for me, um, I have a friend that misinterprets my little... <laughs> it's not that I'm laughing at a situation... Is that I am going really through laughter. I choose to be happy. I don't have dry dookie up my butt. I don't have a reason to wake up and laugh and talk like I do. But it is a choice. I choose to be happy by any means necessary. And you know, it seems like It seems like things and people who don't want you to be happy, um, they will eventually stop trying to... No, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. The point is, choose to be happy, even in the face of adversity, because things could always be worse, okay? Anyway, like I said, Have a good day. If your day start off good, let it stay good. Um, If it's bad, make it good. Wear your mask. Wash your hands often. uh, Practice social distancing. If you can, if at all possible, get your vaccination. I brought that up six months ago when I was in the throes of my cancer treatment of chemo, IV and oral. 
and um, I decided uh, to share with you that there are people out here that cannot get the vaccination because they don't have or have a compromised immune system. And then now they're finally catching up with what I was telling you six months ago because I was one of those people um, that uh, there are people like myself out there that take a chance if they take the vaccine depending on their immune system. Okay, so anyway, I digress on that as well. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Don't let nobody take you off on their trip. And uh, like I'm repeating again, wear your mask, wash your hands often, practice social distancing, and if all possible, get your vaccination. All right, babies, love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it.